0: Everybody's, Everybody's got, got an opinion, an opinion. Every, every Californian and, and Virginian, it's so hard to tell who, who to, trust to trust and who to, to ignore, someone's gotta settle, settle the score. score, Trey and Chelsea will help you choose, gonna who win, win? which ones lose, all on I my haters are coming you, Baby, it's, it's time, time to review. review,
1: I'm glad you went for it cause I wasn't gonna go for the note.
0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to episode 52 of Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing...
1: Reviews! Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews.
0: That for the 52nd time is Chelsea Dawn.
1: And that for the 52nd time is Trey Gerald.
0: And together for the, for 50 the 52nd, 52nd time,
1: time,
0: we are the review queens. <laughs> And if you haven't yet, and you want to support our show while getting bonus and exclusive content, including a members-only after-show podcast where we cover an additional review and tell tidbits too salacious for the main show, then (laughs) visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. Chelsea, oh my goodness, it's episode 52, which means it's been one year since we first Well, none of this is actually true, because Chelsea and I did five, or did we do four, dress rehearsal episodes, and I think we
1: only did three, and then the fourth one, we were like, let's run it.
0: The fourth one, I think, was actually episode two. Yeah. We used it as episode two. But we did launch with three episodes. So, for Chelsea and Trey, this marks one year of recording. For you listeners, I guess we're two weeks shy. It's so complicated, but... We've also done mini sodes So it's more than 52 times in actuality.
1: I just feel like we declare it exactly a year because from here on out, we're going to be on schedule, right?
0: That's right.
1: At 104, that will be two years.
0: 104. Oh my God. That's 52 plus 52.
1: Am I right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure.
0: Wow, Chelsea. Oh, math. <laughs> How has your week been? How has your year Oh been? my goodness.
1: What a year. What a, My year has been great. You know, coming out of retirement from the pandemic, I guess, mm. this podcast like changed my life. Mm-hmm. I remember the day that you texted me and you said, I want to pick your brain about something. And I was just like, I don't know what Trey wants to pick my brain about. I'm like, so curious. And I couldn't have possibly imagined that it would be what it is today, this podcast. I just feel so lucky that I get to do this with you every week.
0: Oh my God, so sentimental. That's so nice. I mean, it is crazy to think that it's been a year. You know, I and so much has happened in the year and so much has changed. And so much of my focus in life has become about this podcast, which I count as such a treasure and such a gift, truly. And it is crazy to think. I mean, I know that we've talked about this on other podcasts as guests, but um, I did always want to have a podcast. And my original idea was not review that review. And I pitched it to Chelsea. And literally in that singular conversation, we formulated this idea. We did a bunch of uh, rehearsals and we narrowed and hammered away and chiseled out. And it's truly like, this is probably the long. This is the the longest partnership I've ever had creatively, and it's such a joy. It is
1: such a joy. I have to say, if you're going to work with a partner, I recommend finding someone with like a similar level of OCD.
0: Yes, you know, we hit on <laughs> yes, we hit on this a couple of episodes back. How we both like things. We like to have control. Yes. We like to be in control <laughs> of the outcome. Um, and we definitely do complement each other in, in various yes. areas of strengths. Oh my God, look at this! I didn't even think we would go here. I did. Um, I can't.
1: I'm like I. I'm like all oh, you know. Uh, I feel. What's the Yiddish word? The Yiddish word's not even coming to mind. I'm verklempt. That's it. I was so right, verklempt. Yeah. I forgot the word verklempt, You know. <laughs> I am, though. It's. I mean, there's nothing else to talk about other than the gratitude of this show and this experience and you listeners for listening in and everyone that's reached out to tell us that you like what we're doing or that it brightens your day or it gives you a laugh or it's accompanying you to work or whatever it is. Just know, like, we hear you and we're so, so grateful. And we both understand needing levity. And I used to listen to audibles all the time before I got into podcasting. So I understand The need for companionship. That's weird. That's weird, but you know what I mean. Heard. (laughs) Heard. Okay. Well, should we like get on with the show? Should we lodge some complaints? Are we feeling complaining even though it's like that's a lot of pressure. This is a 52 show complaint, but do you think you could start us off, Trey?
0: Yeah, I actually had one written down, but I'm switching it. Okay. Today, I really need to lodge a complaint against... Expectations.
1: Mm, okay.
0: How have we not ta- tackled this yet? That
1: is a good one.
0: So I'm just gonna discuss expectations from the lens that I'm experiencing it currently, because I have really been. There was a certain point when I was like, "Oh wow, we're like in our 40s. Like we're not in our episodes.
1: 40s. Oh, oh God, Trey.
0: No, sorry. <laughs> the structure of that sentence was. A
1: I off. got a little nervous. I'm like, easy, easy.
0: We're no, no, we're not in our 40s yet. Um, but we. Once we started getting into the 40s, as far as Episode. number of episodes, yes. I started to think, like, wow, like we're like gonna hit a year. Like, this is insane. Yeah. Which I think, I think we both had an understanding of uh, expectation regarding the commitment of what this would be and wanting to do it. And we, I never really had a goal for a length of time, et cetera, et cetera. It was really like, how do we keep going? Like, Every week, you know, yeah. But around the 40s, I started thinking like, "Ooh, I have an idea for the cover of this of the 50 second episode. We can do like very grayscale, like the title of every review in the background." So I made that like literally months back. Okay, okay. Um, I, don't even, I didn't even know you did that. Mm-hmm. But you know, probably <laughs> You're it like it probably doesn't even. Sh- <laughs> it doesn't even probably show up uh, on that podcast players but anyway so I've been living into the excitement of what our theme is today and all that and wouldn't you know it two days ago I woke up with like a horrible scratchy throat like post nasal drip it's just like the sinuses are terrible so as I was getting ready today I was thinking like of course like my voice feels a little off I'm like coughing I'm having to blow my nose constantly and of course it's the 52nd episode which I've been like really living into so I was like, you know what? I'm going to logically complain against expectations because even when it isn't a ground expectation that like isn't met, and there's an emotional response, just the level of expectation versus reality. And yeah. here we are. And the beauty is that if you don't let expectations have power over you, then you can just show up. And I can acknowledge that my throat feels a little weird and I'm still here, and we're still celebrating. So I'm lodging a complaint against expectations, and I think we should all just, you know, take it a little easier and be able to be malleable because I think when we aren't malleable, that's when a lot of pain happens, right?
1: Agree. Mm -hmm. We're always so in sync. Well, first of all, I want to say that your complaint sort of reminds me of, I believe it must have been James because they left a voicemail. Um, It was James, and he talked about how... He doesn't do New Year's resolutions. He does (gasps) daily intentions. So I think that that's that's a really, I I think about James a lot and that moment when I feel myself anticipating something or expecting something. Be like Mm. James, it doesn't matter. It's one day at a time.
0: Yeah. It's today, so.
1: Thank you, James. You're teaching me things.
0: <laughs> As Mame once said, it's today. it's today.
1: Today is today. So Chelsea, yeah.
0: what is your complaint for our 52nd episode?
1: So sort of, sort of in the same vein, my complaint is against just negative self-talk. You mm. know? The things that we say to ourselves that are not true or the scenarios that we make mm. up in our head that are completely... Non analogous with what is actually happening. I hate it. I wish I didn't do it. We all do it. I'm trying to get better. If you have any tips, listeners, let me know. 1850 review zero. But I wish that we could stop doing that. I wish I could stop doing that. I know the only reason I'm able to say we in the royal sense, besides the fact that I'm a queen, is because I have this conversation all the time with my friends about, you know, Mm -hmm. you would never talk to other people the way that you talk to yourself. And why is that? Mm -hmm. Why do we do that? And I always think about that water experiment. With the vinegar? No, I think there was this water experiment where there were two glasses of water and one you said like, you're a piece of crap, you're the worst or whatever it is. And then the other one, you're like, you're beautiful and lovely and thank you and I'm so grateful for you, whatever it is. And the molecules looked completely different under a microscope just based on the way that whoever was communicating to the water so i think we're like i don't know we're made up of a lot of water right i mean maybe not me because i don't Mm -hmm. drink a lot but you know (laughs) so i want to complain against negative self-talk and i want to declare that i'm going to make an effort to be better about it
0: i love that i don't
1: want to say try anymore Fuck try.
0: I do think that is part of it. Like, I mean, I haven't mastered that either, but I think it is a practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Well, well, that was lovely and sentimental.
0: Yeah, it was. And I appreciate that. So from all of this energy, this yes. cauldron of warm and fuzzy should we jump into some online reviews oh my
1: god i would love that as you know we are your trusty review queens we each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected
0: we read you the review break it down and rate the impact of the review on a scale from zero to five crowns it's a very regal process that we call assess that kvetch And in honor of our 52nd episode, our one year anniversary, Chelsea and I have reached back into our files and have selected a brand new review from a previously heard reviewer. That's right. We are each going to share a different review
1: from someone we've already featured in an earlier episode, or as we like to call them, repeat offenders yep
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Chelsea girl yeah you are first today <gasps> on our repeat offenders episode
1: oh my goodness okay
0: take it away RQ review that review
1: all right so do you guys remember back in episode 39 when we 39. did the Seattle gum wall
0: oh do you my god oh my the Yelp girl.
1: The Yelp girl who I wasn't... I was very confused. I didn't know if she worked at Yelp. Wait, what, what was, the her, deal name? was. Lauren her name? Her name was or... Sarah S. Oh, Well, yes. it still is. Her name is Sarah S. So I thought, I got to do a little more research into Sarah S. Because I was so baffled by this whole idea that did she work for Yelp? Like, what right. was the business? Did she just consider herself a Yelp employee? Because she's an elite right because she
0: talked about her boss who was epic at throwing parties
1: exactly yeah so i was like very confused by this so i was like let me let me do a little digging so i did a little digging on sarah s's yelp profile that Mm -hmm. states that she is an elite and you guys she has written 3048 reviews that's a lot that's a lot of reviews She has posted 21,179 photos.
0: That is a lot of data on your phone.
1: I wonder if you broke that down into time. I feel like that's almost a full-time job. Yeah, I mean... It looks like she's been an elite since 2019. And she's been a reviewer since 2013. So uh-huh. we're talking less than less than ten years, over three hundred reviews a year. So Sarah S, is, if nothing else, she is definitely putting in the work. Mm-hmm. So I found another review. Listen, I read through a lot of Sarah S's reviews, and I'm going to be honest; they were so long. Mm. So I found this review that was a more appropriate length. Okay, it is for it is obviously a Yelp review for our Yelp Elite Sarah S. It is for the Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage at Disneyland. Okay, it's one star review. Here we go. This is officially my least favorite ride at Disneyland or Disney World of all time. Do you remember being a kid and laying down in the bath under the water Goggles on so you could see the water drifting back and forth over your face? Nemo submarines are like that, except there are 40 other people in your bath. The goggles are dirty. The unpleasant scent of mold fills the air, and there is a fun element of mild claustrophobic panic that you can't seem to shake. You might be picturing this ride to have the wistful feeling of old world Disney. But no, the best part is you just waited in line for 45 minutes to experience this anxiety activating attraction. The least invasive way to enjoy this ride is to walk around it and watch it from above. If I could never ride this one again, I would be totally okay with that and even give a little inner hurrah at the thought. This is a Disneyland ride that needs some serious updating. But for me personally, been there, done that, I'm good.
0: Hurrah! Hurrah! (laughs) Wait. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what is the finding Nemo submarine voyage? Is it like an actual like roller coaster or is it like, a like an aquarium?
1: I can't say I've ever done this. But what I'm imagining it is is basically a submarine ride, right? Like, I think you go in, it looks like there's a large body of water, like, surrounding the ride.
0: Uh.
1: And I imagine you get into the, the submarine with other people and go down into the water and you pretend like you're Dory or Nemo or whoever your favorite character is from Finding Nemo and you see all your fish friends, I I would imagine.
0: Yeah. Right? I'm just looking at the Wikipedia. It's very... It is... Yeah, you do go under. I mean... what? Wait. So, okay. So, was Sarah S expecting, like, to have a, an entire submarine to themselves?
1: Yeah. I was wondering about Sarah S's expectations in general for what the ride was gonna be i i understand that it's hard when you're waiting for 45 minutes and you are like oh there's a long line must be a good ride Mm. expectations right about what that ride might be like and clearly this ride was not what sarah wanted i think maybe she thought like other disney rides it's usually like i don't know four per thing right maybe she thought it was not going to be like a big submarine maybe she thought it was a bunch right. of little four person, six person, eight person
0: Do you know when Sarah wrote this? A year ago. So it was post pandemic.
1: Yeah, so this is like re- like recent.
0: I guess that like culturally shifts a little bit for me. I don't know. I I think like I have a little bit of bias here because I do think like anytime you're at an amusement park they're always going to have a huge level of entertainment because some mm-hmm. things need to be like G force. And then some things need to be like very simple. And I'm imagining if you're going to look at like an aquarium, yeah, like like a, a super sized aquarium that you go inside of, like, I don't know how exciting that's going to be. I mean, like maybe they have a shark in there or something, but like, you know, I don't know. I just like, you're like looking, it's like a slice of aquarium life. So it's interesting like that there was such a high expectation. I understand feeling claustrophobic. There is something yeah. really scary about being underwater to me. Mm-hmm. And I guess like post-pandemic, I can hear this complaint about feeling like there's a lot of people around you and that's a little weird. You're enclosed, right. you're underwater. But for some reason, I'm just sort of perplexed by Sarah S.'s level of upsetness here. I thought mm-hmm. the like, rub-a-dub-dub 40 men in a tub thing is like kind of <laughs> funny here yeah I, I think sarah was going for comedy there
1: yes definitely
0: but i do think there is value here because especially when sarah casually mentions the smell of mold i'm already out yes like i'm out i don't that's I'm out. what i
1: was gonna say i was gonna say like when we were kind of going down that road of like are we judging sarah as for having expectations that are too high i wanted to make sure that we were like pulling out The pieces that are actually relevant like you said like the claustrophobia so the goggles are dirty i guess that that means that the glass that you're looking through to see the fish is dirty which imagine if you had to be underwater but you're also claustrophobic and you're also with a lot of people and the lens is foggy so you're not even really seeing the fish anyway and the unpleasant smell of mold which I've smelled that smell. I don't know necessarily at Disney World or land. I don't want to call anybody out, but I've been at like water parks and stuff where you smell that mold and that is not a pleasant smell.
0: It's not reassuring, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, but if we are to take her at face value, I think I would be a little bit upset if I waited 45 minutes and smelled mold and I could barely see out the glass.
0: Yeah. What is Sarah's spelling and grammar like?
1: As per usual with Sarah S, very good. Mm -hmm. A
0: plus. I mean, I'm wondering if I think this is common or a fluke. I mean, I I don't know. I think it's just interesting to be this disappointed in a ride. Like that is like an aquarium. But I guess, I mean, maybe the feeling cramped, like an enclosement. Yeah. uh, Nowadays, that's probably, I don't, might be a little more common, but I don't know. What do you think? I want
1: to add like a little perspective, I guess, to maybe how we should think about this crowning with Sarah S. So imagine that you're at Disneyland and you only have a limited number, Uh, a limited amount of time. And so you're like Googling the various rides to see like, is it worth it, should I do the Nemo ride or should I do Little Mermaid? And you're deciding between the two, maybe you would go to Yelp for this purpose. I think we really have to remember something that I often forget when we're reading the reviews is that we are reading the review of this ride. So this review is for the people that are looking for opinions about this ride specifically, right?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I, I do think Sarah was trying to be funny a little in there, which I appreciate trying to not just be a negative Nancy.
1: I think I feel similarly to how I felt in the gum wall situation, mm. which is I don't really know why, but I feel like Sarah S is on the more particular side of human. Sure. Sure. I don't know why I get that vibe. I got that vibe the last time. Like I'm sure the gum wall is gross, but I feel like this person in this setting, it's an even more dramatic experience. And that's sort of how I'm feeling here with this review. Is that yeah, I'm sure a lot of these things were true, but I think Sarah S's tolerance for anything on this list might be a little bit shorter or less. Yeah, I definitely average
0: Joe. I do have a sense that Sarah S has a penchant for cleanliness. Yeah. They're not really interested in germy situations, which I think that is sort of valuable. I mean, I had never heard of this ride, and now I definitely have a specific opinion about it. So I think there is an impact for me. Yeah. I do have a story about who Sarah S is based on these two reviews. And I feel like I might kind of share some opinions. I do think, like, the idea of the gum wall is gross. And I remember vividly Sarah pointing out the like moist gum and the aroma like that.
1: And gagging. I remember her talking about gagging. Yeah,
0: So like, you know, she
1: tells a story. I will give her that. She tells, she paints a picture. She's creative. She's written 3,025 reviews. So she's definitely invested and she cares. Correct. And her reviews, while a lot of them are long and for some that is a, like Natalie Weiss, immediate turn off. Mm-hmm. But she is doing this with intention and she cares. So I'm gonna consider that when I go into my crowning. I think.
0: Yeah, same. All right. I think I could crown this. How about you?
1: Me too. I'm ready.
0: All right. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influence one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating.
1: The Queens are tabulating. <laughs> to school all right four crowns four crowns the queens are unanimous okay trey let us know why four crowns for sarah s and i don't remember what i gave sarah s last time i'm curious about that too but oh. maybe we'll, we'll look it up for after show uh,
0: honestly i went with four crowns based on what you said because if i really put myself in the situation of like i can only be at this park for one day i'm gonna see which rides are the lowest rated and You know, I do think there would be a consideration, especially today, about being in an enclosure with a huge number of people. And this might be good if it's really hot and you're like dizzy because you did a bunch of roller coasters and like you did that. What's the teacup ride? And you're just like, oh, God, I have to sit down. Oh,
1: God, that I can't do. The spinning teacups. uh Uh-uh.
0: But I do feel like waiting for a very long time in line to sort of have like a negative experience is is disappointing. And it doesn't feel like it's on brand with Disney. And so for that reason, I went with Four Crowns. Why did you do Four Crowns?
1: I did Four Crowns because... For the most part, I believe Sarah S. Like I said, I think that, that that she is a little bit exaggerated, a little bit hyperbolic, a little bit emotional, all of that. But I also am cut from a similar cloth. So I'm starting to feel like if this is Sarah S's opinion, it's probably going to be mine. And so for that reason, I went with four. I thought there might be some people that are not as affected by that and that was why I took the crown away. But other than that, again, high points for just presentation, story, effort, commitment, point of view, all the things that I really, really like in a review. So I'm I'm very happy with Sarah S and I decided to go with four crowns. Word. Yeah. That was fun. Woo! That was that was a nice little trip down memory
0: lane. Thanks, Sarah S. So
1: yes thank you sarah s let's take a quick break and when we come back we can get into rqt's repeat offender review repeat offenders
0: it's gonna be spicy it
1: is i have a feeling it is okay i can't wait hold your crown we'll be right back
0: Since 2020, one of the things I've really taken on is being in charge of my health and wellness, which is why Chelsea and I are super excited to be partnering with Vitable.com.au. Now, Vitable takes the guesswork out of feeling good. You get your own personalized daily vitamin pack safely delivered to your doorstep every month. Vitable offers a quick online quiz to find out which vitamins and minerals can support your personal needs based on your own diet and lifestyle. All vitamins are manufactured in Australia at the highest quality standard. Ingredients come in the best form for their absorption by your body. When you use our code REVIEW40 at checkout, you can enjoy 40% off site-wide at vitable.com.au. That's promo code REVIEW40 at checkout to enjoy 40% off site-wide. Only what you need, nothing that you don't. It's one star zinger time. All right, Chelsea. It is now time to take a quick spin on the Merrill Go Round.
1: I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days, I feel like I can't. That's with an A. I tell you, with 52 spins around the Merrill Go Round, I feel as dizzy as if I were using on the teacups. through. All right. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll each try to recite our zinger in as many genres as possible.
0: Just like Queen Meryl, who does it all.
1: Before the clock runs out. All right. Trey, tell us, what's your one-star zinger for today?
0: Today, I have a one-star review from staples.com Okay. for... Eight and a half by 11 inch copy paper, 20 pounds, 5,000 sheets per carton. Parentheses 324791, end parentheses. Oh my. It's super califragilistic, fragileistic. And I wow. picked this review because paper is the one year anniversary gift. And this. Aww. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, that's sweet.
0: So this one star review is written by MSA for period
1: msa for period okay
0: Missa four miss a four
1: miss four miss four
0: miss uh, four,
1: four. miss a four. Okay. four i'm gonna staple you into the marrow ground so you can be nice and stuck on there okay
0: do you know that i so one time know? when i was an intern well, i had to go to the emergency room because i staple gunned through my finger Oh have I ever told God. you the story?
1: I think you might have. I can't remember. While you were you were working on that, sh- you were on a show, right?
0: I, it was a play. I was an intern at yeah. a theater. Maybe we've already told the story, and we'll we'll touch base in the after show. But, in the
1: after show, but okay. yeah. So now you're just you're stuck. You're like on. Are you riding, Meryl? Um, you, you're on the ride. You're stapled.
0: I'm very secure.
1: You're very secure.
0: So Missa Four, <laughs> Missa Four was. Mistlethor's one-star review subject is Paper Too White. And the review is (laughs) I was hoping it would be more dot 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 eggshell-ish. Eggshell-ish.
1: Okay. All
0: right. So I'm stapled in and here we go. Are you stapled in and ready? I'm ready. Let's do it.
1: All right. Let's do it.
0: Three, two, one, go! Opera diva. I was hoping it would be more (laughs) eggshell-ish. slapstick Oh, I was hoping it would be more eggshellish. Ow.
1: A- adult film.
0: I was hoping it would be more eggshellish.
1: Uh. Film noir.
0: I was hoping it would be more eggshellish. Soap opera. I was hoping it would be more eggshellish. One.
1: That's,
0: That's all. all. Oh, good job, Trey. Let's good job.
1: Good job. One, two. Five. That's five for you, Diva.
0: All right. Good job. It was the All staples. Right. All right, Chelsea, what is <laughs> your one-star zinger today?
1: It was the staples. Okay, so I also was trying to think of something like what could be on theme for today. And so I found out in Australia, there is a restaurant called Repeat Offender. And so I thought, what better <laughs> what better zinger to bring in? Oh, my god! So gosh. it is a little bit long for a zinger, but... I had to go on theme. So this is a zinger written by David J.B., a one-star review of Repeat Offender in Elwood, Victoria, Australia. That's what VIC stands for, right?
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I
1: don't know. I don't know things. But anyway, here we go. The one-star review is, they wouldn't let us bring in a birthday cake, which was disappointing, unlikely to go back. (laughs) unlikely (laughs) unlikely to go back
0: all right well then i'm gonna strap you in to the (laughs) highest point of the sydney opera house ouch (laughs) all right are you ready (laughs) yes three two one shakespeare
1: they wouldn't let us bring in a birthday cake which was disappointing unlikely to go back yankee they wouldn't let us bring in a birthday cake, which was disappointing, unlikely to go back. Opera Diva. Oh, no. They wouldn't let us bring in a
0: birthday cake, which was disappointing, unlikely to go back. Disney. They
1: wouldn't let us bring in a birthday cake, which was disappointing, unlikely to go back.
0: Auctioneer. They wouldn't let us bring in a birthday cake, which was
1: disappointing, unlikely to go (laughs) back.
0: Oh, so close. It was four. (sighs) No, on the zinger. Good job, Trey. Good job. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Way to bring it in. I was really trying to rush there. It was a long one. Review that review. All right. We are back from that rousing game break. And it is your turn, Trey. Where is your review from this week?
0: My review today is actually a five-star review okay. from yelp.com written by someone named Craig N which is a reviewer that we featured on episode 10 do you have any memory in your recesses of what Craig N's review was on episode 10
1: okay was this the boathouse was this yes the- oh my god
0: How did I you remember
1: know that? well I remember because My dad's name is Craig. And I said, I usually like people named Craig. So I was surprised that I had found a Craig that I did not like. And so that's how I remembered. But oh my goodness. This was Mark Tuminelli, right?
0: Mark Tuminelli actually found this. He sourced this review for us. Do you happen to remember anything from that Splash at the Boathouse review?
1: Okay. I remember like we kept bragging about our attractive wife. Mm Mm-hmm. But like only like not she didn't have any qualities other than the fact that she was attractive. But then mm-hmm. we were like really obsessed with our buddy Jeff. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yes, buddy Jeff.
0: God, I can't believe you remember that.
1: Oh, my, I can't believe I remember that either. That's crazy. And then they had they they had a. Um, like they were pilots or they like were flying. They like flew into the waters, how I imagine it happening. Mm -hmm. And then the complaint, ooh, the complaint. Oh, they like got too drunk and they were blamed or they, oh, was it the buddy Jeff that threw up and he can handle his liquor and they were blaming it on the food Yes. I can't remember what food specifically, but they were blaming it, like, on the food, and then within the narrative, they kept telling us that he had, like, a million whiskeys or
0: something yes. like that. Very good. Wow. Wow, you really remember all those major points.
1: Yeah. That
0: That's was, like, crazy. 10 months ago that we did episode 10.
1: Wow. I feel very proud of my brain in this I'm moment.
0: proud of you. That Yeah. <laughs> Also, my favorite part I remember because of the image for that yeah. episode was they randomly talk about the chihuahua named Dolly, but never comes oh, back to that's the story. Right. Okay. So today I'm going to share Craig. Oh, so Craig N has 55 reviews on Yelp. Okay. And um, only six photos. But today... So they're I'm gonna, not
1: elite, I'm guessing?
0: Definitely not elite. Okay. I'm going to share Craig N's five-star review for a place in Texas called pokey o's cookies and ice cream roanoke Ooh. also interesting to note here craig in has a little emblem here that says first to review
1: oh that's a thing that's interesting mm-hmm. oh that's going to go into consideration i think
0: i think it might
1: yeah okay here we go all right
0: knowing that team quote jenny craig end quote would be spending a weekend in roanoke My best flying bud, Cabo, otherwise known as R-S-I-L-C, parentheses, retired senior international line captain, decided to fly his G-500 over in a heartbeat. Our original plan was to meet up at Soul Fire. But the focus of our eating extravaganza shifted to this unreal place that serves the best Sweets ever! Two exclamation marks! I had their peanut butter cookie, and I have to say, was the best I've ever had. My hot German wife had (gasps) the sugar cookie (parentheses), but not sure of it was topped with a cream cheese type of frosting. But she too loved her cookie as much as mine. But that's where the story took a turn. With Cabo, his lovely wife, his son, and two daughters, Caps not having dinner during their spur-of-the-moment flight from Scottsdale, ended up having pretty much everything they offered. Side note, the owners were ultra cool and super friendly to talk to. They are also in our aviation biz, and we instantly bonded. It was very apparent They really had a passion for their business and it shows. Anyway, back to the story. Cabo's wife had some of their ice cream and raved over it. Cabo's son tried showing off and ordered four scoops of ice cream with a cookie, ended up passing out from his sugar high and was completely useless to help fly them back home. Second side note, That badass G500 is a two crew member bird. So with his son incapacitated, left Cabo with no choice to choose his oldest daughter to commandeer the right seat of the biz jet. Someone might ask, where's the other daughter in the mix? Why didn't she help fly them back? Well, poor Katie also tried showing off and ordered a half a dozen cake balls, parentheses, also excellent, mind you, and shoved as many as she could in her mouth at once to compete with the oldest son. Ended up choking (gasps) where an innocent bystander performed the Heimlich maneuver, saving her life. Oh, my God. After the excitement died down and the first responders left... (gasps) They sadly left back to the airport, where Cabo had to fly back almost all by himself. Because his oldest daughter doesn't even have a pilot's license. He doesn't care. He's got his money on his mind and his mind on his money. Anyway, I digress. They made it back safely. But the point of the story is this place rocks. Please! stop by and try all their sweets out dot 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 you won't be disappointed i just can't wait to get back oh
1: wow wow craig and craig what always outdoing yourself with the details
0: that have nothing to do with the place you're reviewing
1: well, what was funny to me is like, so we gave as many details in this positive review as we did in the negative negative review,
0: interesting, yeah,
1: and I feel like do we remember was it a one star the the splash at the boathouse?
0: It was a two star
1: two star. okay. So I feel like the only difference between this review and that review is where, like we place responsibility or blame because <laughs> within this five star review, we have a, allegedly, which I'm having a little bit at this point, no offense, Craig i I'm having a little bit of a hard time trusting my resource here. I think we're mm. lying a little bit. But if I'm believing this whole Heimlich maneuver, first responder nonsense, this could just as easily been a two-star review. Can't you see him writing this and being like, "Your food was too good; it almost killed someone." Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, because we're skewing that way, and we have this very weird personality, and you're telling me that the owner of this place is in the aviation business, and you're the first to review. Yeah, I smell a rat.
0: I again. know. Also, it's like so much of this review. Like, they're even like, anyway, back to the story. Back to the story. I digress. It's like, what are you talking? We're not here to read about your friend, Jeff. Stop, Uh, craig
1: I'm sorry, but the Jenny Craig comment cut deep.
0: Yo, what does that even mean?
1: It's such a bad joke. It's like, it makes me cringe. But I think that the point of mentioning it was like, everybody was on a diet, but somehow we ended up at this sugar place
0: anyway like so here's some context so it does say that craig inn lives in seabrook texas okay they also reference that cabo the friend yeah wait didn't they say that the friend's name was jeff in the other review yeah N- now their name is cabo
1: well i think he has more than one friend
0: with these planes yeah oh he works yeah, I in aviation so, so true so we don't people okay so yeah. Cabo lives, they say, in Scottsdale. And this ice cream place is in Roanoke, Texas. Okay. I mean, yes. I feel like it's like a weird, fat shaming, like, opening sentence for no reason. Right. Also, like, I'm just... I mean, the majority of the spelling here was great. There was, like, one little typo where it says, not sure of. Yeah, but it should be if, I guess. Yeah. It's also, like, I don't know. I just feel like What is the value here? Like, I don't believe that the the kid had a Heimlich maneuver. I don't believe that they were choking and dying and the first (sighs) responders were there. So then if you're fabricating that story, then why am I going to believe how good the ice cream was? Like, it sort of nullifies all of the value because the claims you're making are so extraordinary.
1: I just want to know if anyone listening thinks that Craig N. is funny.
0: Well... I definitely think Uh, Craig thinks Craig is funny. Well,
1: Craig thinks that Craig is hilarious. Yeah. And I am completely turned off by Craig's style of humor. And while I recognize that he's making an effort to be humorous, which Mm -hmm. is one of the characters that we use to grade someone on our reviewing scale. Like, I would usually give someone a little bit of points for making an effort, but I just constantly find myself so turned off the deeper that we get into each one of his reviews. Like, this is what I feel like I've learned about Craig in the, in the two reviews. Okay. He's extremely misogynistic.
0: Yeah, that does come up, man. You know? Yeah, especially and even the conversation about the daughters versus the sons. The daughters son, like, uh,
1: versus the sons.
0: The only German mentioning wife. the
1: wives to sexualize them. Okay, great. So you like loved it, but everything else that you're saying has no meaning. You keep going off course and and like you have branded yourself as this guy <laughs> that talks about aviation to anyone with ears. Yeah. You didn't I- sign up for that.
0: It's just, it is interesting like that Craig happens to be bragging about something that I literally give zero fucks about. Like I have no interest. I don't care. It's not impressive to me. I don't even know if there's a G200. Like I don't care about a G500. And they mention it twice by name that it is sort of like if you're here to support this business and like give them a five-star review, why are you spending so much time bragging about your lifestyle and your friends?
1: a disservice in the end because it's like... Yeah, there are some people out there that are aviation buffs and they might be tickled by, you know, this kind of review, but it has nothing to do with the subject matter. That's like a needle in the haystack. You know what I mean? That's like somebody writing some weird reference in Latin or whatever it is that, like, there's a random person that's going to speak Latin and understand the joke Mm
0: -hmm. and great.
1: Good for them. But the majority of people that are thinking about going to get cookies and ice cream. Right. Don't care about aviation or your plane. It has nothing to do with whether or not the ice cream tastes good. And so you giving me a whole like ugh gross like spiel about the planes and then Inner splicing it with a little of the ice cream was good and so good that everybody got sick and sugar high it's not a great look
0: no i also think this has come up before but like anytime you say second side note we're off track we've we've lost the oh point oh my god
1: yes like the P.S., P.P.S., P.P.P.P.S. P. Yeah, like,
0: I think I could crown this.
1: All right, I could talk about Craig N., I think, for an <sighs> eternity, but I, I think I can crown right,
0: it as well. All right, let's crown it.
1: The queens are tabulating. Total <laughs> <laughs> school. One crown, one okay. crown. oh my God, Trey. So, for our 52nd episode, we are completely unanimous. I think we've officially gone yeah. into each other's brains. It happened at 52, one crown, one crown. It pained me to award the yeah. crown because of all the points that I had already made. But within the review there was some information right. about the product and that's the only reason I awarded anything. And that and like maybe for the one listener which please do call. Actually, I don't know. I I, I don't know if I want that person to call, but I'm I am curious to know if if we're just being extra harsh on this person for maybe the one person that is an aviation buff that likes you know Craig's sense of humor. One crown.
0: Yeah. How about you? I just said one crown because the only value here is that they went, they ordered a bunch of different kinds of cookies by name, they talk about them, they say they're all good, <laughs> and I guess I appreciate that they were trying to be humorous, but. It's just too much. It's too far off of what the point here is. At that point, it's just like move on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Agreed. (laughs) So fun. I had a really good time. Yeah. Getting back into that mindset of Craig N. So fun. Good pick.
0: Thank you. Yeah. All right, my queen, we have reached the most regal portion of our show. Chelsea, who are you inducting today for?
1: My Royal Highness. Thanks for asking, Trey. So, because this is episode 52, and I know that I speak for both you and I, it is long overdue that we induct Joe Kenosian and Natalie Weiss, the writer and singer of our theme song, as our Royal Highness. I mean... Yes,
0: woo woo woo. I'm surprised we haven't inducted them yet.
1: It has happened to me multiple times and this has never happened in my entire life before when I've been with friends and they've sang yeah. our theme song at me. Like it's like stuck in their head but in a way that they don't hate it. Yeah. And that is such a compliment. That is like the highest compliment you could give. And I love the theme song too. And we got to give thanks where thanks is due, you know?
0: Yes, I thoroughly concur with this. Also, they were on my list as well. And I feel like it it helped us from the very get that Joe instantly understood the intention. Yes. And wrote something that's so catchy and that Natalie was available and was interested in partaking.
1: Yeah, it's a great ditty.
0: And I love it. And I love both (laughs) of those humans so much. Yeah, I mean, they're both such extraordinary talents that... it was very fortunate they were willing to to jump on board with us. And I think it, you know, it adds something special to the show. So yes. we love you both. Thank you, Thank Joe you. Thank you, Natalie Weiss. <gasps> Yay! We did it. That is a full rotation on the RUARQ Ferris wheel. You're right. That is a full
1: rotation. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us this year, yeah. today. And if you like what you heard, please share this show with a friend.
0: And if you didn't like what you heard, please share the show with an enemy. <laughs> Ruin their life with us. <sighs> if you would like to support the production of our show, visit com slash donate where even a $1 tip is truly appreciated. Join our mailing list so you can stay up to date with all of the goings on in the Queendom at ReviewThatReview.com or click the link in our show notes below.
1: Yeah, or hit up our voice mailbox, one eight five zero review 0 or you can slide into our DMs. You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens and I'm at Chelsea BD. And remember, that's Chelsea with a Y.
0: And I am at Trey Gerald. And that's Gerald with two R's. <laughs> On today's After Show Pod, Chelsea, surprise, you and I are going to be rating and reviewing a five star review from Amazon.com okay. for <gasps> a Santino. travel pillow. Santino? Written by good old Santino. <laughs>
1: excited. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Cherry's I a fire, him you guys. Down. I, I found, found Cherry's a fire. I was looking for Santino for a long time. Oh my god, I am so excited.
0: So to find out what made Chelsea say,
1: Stop it, Trey. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it. And to find out what made Trey say,
0: I'm sure I did not say it on the main show, but like anyway, long story short, I didn't get workers comp.
1: Then join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review in order to hear our special members only after show podcast.
0: And please, at this point, remember.
1: Don't forget it. Ignore the haters. You're a queen.
0: Gender nonspecific queen. Of course.
1: Bye. Bye. (laughs) Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Dawn with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Bora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kenosian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Queens. Also, I did bring in a like shorter review from Fox
0: E. Fox E.
1: Of Mall of America, if we have time. If not, we'll do it for 53. All right. All right, just saying. Is that it? No. I feel like it's that Ferris Bueller moment where he's like, "It's over. Go home. It's done." Oh, like the robe with the red robe.
0: I've only seen that movie like once.
1: Okay, well, toodaloo.